If you are serious about this purpose that you have or this thing that you want to be vocal about and maybe creative and grow a social media platform, then you would need to have an actual mindset shift. It is not about how many posts are you doing, but it is actually about how serious are you about this? How passionate are you about this? And how accountable are you holding yourself for this? Because if you'd be at a regular job right now, think about a nine nine to five, you are not choosing when you come in and when you don't, when you show up and when you don't. So start treating this the same way. Start treating it as a job. You show up every day and not every day will be perfect and not every day will be ideal, but you do show up. Hey guys, welcome back to Disconnect to Connect. Today I come with huge and awesome news, but before we get into that, let me backtrack a little bit. So I've been switching up quite a few things in my business. I'd say possibly for like the past almost a year, actually, I was going to say six months, but it's been almost a year that we've been switching up a lot of things. And in the last three months, I also decided to do a switch to my one-on-one clients or um, patients. So instead of us meeting every week, because we do it as a package of either three months or six months, depending if you're a patient or if you're a client, and the difference is if we're going to be working kind of as therapy, or if you're going to be building your own profitable and scalable business. And switching things up, I decided that I wanted to see my clients do more. And one of the main reasons that they come to me is because they want that accountability and they want that guidance. But then it's easy to get comfortable when someone is helping you and guiding you, which is great, but we need that action as well, right? So one of the things that I've been switching is that Now, every five weeks, we do not meet because they have a project. Yes, even my patients, they have a project. And then the following week, they present that to me. And this this idea actually came to mind, well, one, because I wanted to see a lot of more action from my clients and my patients and for them to see their results and ask questions, you know, as as often as possible and real time, real value, but also because one of my clients who used to be a patient showed up one day and presented me this whole deck from a homework because after each session you get a workbook from us with homework, personalized journal prompts and whatnot. And I thought, well, this is what I want and this is what you guys need. So I started taking um, every five weeks a break and right now is that break. They are working on their projects and I've already received emails from them asking questions and I'm loving their progress and some of them I haven't heard from them yet. So I'm so intrigued to see what they come up with next Monday and Tuesday. But it has also been amazing for me. Why? Because, and I'm not going to get too deep into it, but according to my human design, I love to switch things up. Like I do love having some structure, but I definitely want that flexibility. And I do have that, you know, I sometimes decide to work at a cafe. I sometimes work in our office, which is where I am right now. I'm sometimes um, traveling. I'm sometimes, you know, not traveling and whatnot. I just love switching things up. And I did feel like it was becoming too rainary for me every Monday and every Tuesday. 
the difference is that I get so excited for my clients and patients and I am so proud of them. And obviously every week is different. So that has definitely made a change. But having this week sort of off because it hasn't been exactly off as I'm not meeting with them, I am preparing their following weeks and um, I'm switching up a little bit also how we're doing things. So I built a new curriculum, which is quite frankly, amazing. But, you know, Monday and Tuesday, I had no alarm. I slept in until 9 a.m. I actually slept 10 hours <laughs> before Monday. So so from Sunday, Sunday to Monday. And that felt amazing. And it's been so freeing to have that change. And I know that I'm going to come back even like just with a lot, a lot more enlightened and ready and also, I'm so excited to see what they come up with, like each and one of them, their offers, their proposals, what they fi- figure out about themselves and whatnot. And thinking about all of this change, it got me to thinking, what do I want to change? What is something that I could adjust or enhance? And what are things that I want to keep the same way in the way we're running Body Memos, the company? And it's been, there are two things. One, I can't talk about yet. It's regarding Brain Gym and it is super exciting, but I can't say much yet. But the second one is about the podcast. And one of the reasons why I came to this conclusion is because I was using Brain Gym and I was doing one of the questions in Brain Gym and it said, if you'd have $100 million, what would you want to do? Like, what would you want to focus on the most? And when I went into the professional aspect of my life, I thought so much about the podcast and Brain Gym. They were incredibly important to me. And they are, excuse me, incredibly important to me. But in my vision at that moment, they were super out there. I that That's all I could feel and think about. And listen, when I'm teaching, I'm all about progressive overload and all about habit stacking and we go step by step and breaking things into tiny steps and then depending on the person I may be like okay we're going to do something drastic here but I take them through it and then we work on it and know so that the expectations are clear what could happen and whatnot and I have just been feeling like there needs to be a drastic change in Disconnect to Connect podcast. And while one of them has been happening already, that we've been having amazing thought leaders as guests, including authors, podcast podcast hosts, um, influencers, teachers, coaches, and whatnot, I've been feeling like I want to come here twice a week. And we're going to give it a try. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% honest with you. We are going to be giving this a try. So let's set a trial time for ourselves, for you guys and me. And I'm going to try to come here every Tuesday and every Friday. So let's do that. The funny thing is I was not going to start until Friday and today's Wednesday, but I really feel like coming here and starting already. And so yeah, that's my huge news for now. So expect episodes from Disconnect to Connect every Tuesday and every Friday, and we'll see how that goes. Please encourage me, give me all the love, send me tips, send me DMs of what you want to hear about on the podcast. And if I'm honest, one of my favorite things in life is talking to you guys, is getting to know you guys, whether that is on the street. It's happened to me not many times. I wish I could say more, but 
It's happened to me. And one that I clearly remember was in a trip actually in Antigua. And I walked into this coffee shop and there's a person that followed me. And anyway, we, we've remained in touch and eventually she joined one of my programs and it's been amazing. But I love talking to you guys. And in our conversations, more and more questions about business and social media have been coming up and popping up on my DMs. So yeah, slide into my DMs because I love it. I truly enjoy it. And I try to build relationships with you as much as I can also. So I know that this has been um, a common topic for you guys. And when we first released the very first edition of the Virtual Coach Academy, it was a hit. We had more people than we expected, but we had a limited amount of people that we were going to allow into the course after we had our beta students and beta clients. And the second edition of the Virtual Coach Academy is coming up soon and you guys keep popping up with questions. So I don't want to make you guys wait until we even announce the date and then we open it up. And again, we're going to have limited spots, very limited. This is a very small program because I fully dedicate to you guys. We have a channel, we have a Slack um, page just for ourselves, and we have different channels in it. And I'm answering and guiding you guys and reading your copy and going through your questions and listening to your podcast episodes at times. So it is a lot of work and I want to be 200% there for you guys. So again, there, there will be limited spots, but Today, we're going to talk about one of, one of the many, many things that we talk about in the Virtual Coach Academy, and this is a prominent and constant question in my DMs, also from my students and also from my clients. So we are going to talk about on how to show up consistently on social media. And I put up a list for you guys, actually, so I'm very excited to go through that. So please, if you need to pause this episode right now and go grab your journal or your computer or your iPad, please do. First things first, you need a mindset shift for this. I'm going to be very honest. There must be a mindset shift when we come onto social media. This page that you have is not anymore for your friends. It's not anymore for your family to keep up with you. This is to build your persona, to build your personal brand. Your page becomes for your audience that you want to convert into a community. It sometimes takes just one small piece of information to switch that mindset, but it makes a huge difference. Oof, okay, I went somewhere else. So coming back to this mindset, I want you to treat this like a job. And I want you to think about this. Would you randomly decide on a week, you know, okay, I'm not showing up today, a Tuesday, on to the office. Friday, I'm again not going to show up to work. Monday, mm, not feeling so great. You know, like it was an intense weekend, whether that is intense resting or intense partying or intense eating, intense crying maybe. And then I come Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I did such a good job. Monday, you know, I do something just like, mm, just because I have to show up. And then again on Tuesday, I don't come up. That doesn't work like that. You'd probably be fired pretty soon or you know, be called into a conversation and hold, be held accountable for it and hopefully be guided in the right way. This is the same way. If you want to take social media seriously, treat it as a job. You show up every day and not every day is perfect, but you do show up. 
So please start with that mindset. And I think that is the most important part of the puzzle is how serious am I about this? How serious am I about building my personal brand? How serious am I about wanting these goals, about teaching about this, about people figuring things out, about people knowing more about whether that is philosophy, that is mindset, maybe that is business, maybe that is hormones, maybe that is sex education, whatever it is, how serious are you about it? And just yesterday, I was listening to a podcast and, oh my gosh, I can't recall his name right now, but he was the founder of GoDaddy. And we we actually bought our domain from GoDaddy. So I'm pretty familiar with the company. And what he was saying is, you will never become successful if you're only focused on money. Instead, you got to be focused on your purpose. What do you want to offer? Why is this so important to you? And he goes on for a little bit on how much more important it is that you are focused on the purpose. Because if you're focused only on the money part, it's not going to get you anywhere. Versus if you're focused on your purpose, and then of course you build the right strategy, then yeah, this is something that becomes successful. This is something that becomes bigger than you would expect it. And one of the main things is that he he also mentions how when you are connected to that purpose and you are so passionate about it, then you can translate that and that becomes contagious and that becomes enthusiasm and enthusiasm itself is also contagious. So then it is not also you, it is eventually your team and the people that you work with that become excited about this and passionate about this. And then also your customers or your audience or your community. So if you want to do this, there are three mindset shifts that you need. First one, this is not anymore for your friends and family and partner or prospect partners. This is not anymore just a side hustle. You treat it as a job. Even if it will be a part-time job, treat it as such. And third, get to know why you want to do this. Get behind the why and then the why of the why and then the why of the why. Peel that onion and figure out why you're here or why you want to be out there on social media. Second, let's take away the shame. We are so afraid of even sometimes mentioning to our friends that we are considering starting a social media platform or to be to be speaking about something, to be vocal about something. And for some reason, there's so much shame into it. And I remember at the beginning, me also feeling a bit shameful and actually changing my Instagram name. Well, it was LMVCH. So, you know, it, it wouldn't have been like too, too good to use at that time, but I switched it to Vivid Healthy, kind of like when people were blogging, but I came a little late into the party. And, but this is, this was still when a lot of people kept this pseudonyms or nicknames instead of their actual names or the names that they wanted to use for their personal brand. And so I was using Vivid Healthy and that kind of helped me, at least mentally, on thinking, you know, it's not Lorio Velasquez, it's not my name, so it's okay. Like, we'll figure this out. But I was kind of scared. Like, I did jump into it. There was, once I decided, I jumped into it, but I never told my friends. I was a lot more afraid and I felt a lot more uncomfortable just by the thought of telling my friends, you know, I want to start this 
versus just starting it. And in a sense, that was a blessing because I was just able to snap my fingers and start. But it was also, it didn't let me have those awesome conversations and that support. I didn't open the doors for that. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that you need to go and have these conversations. But what I'm saying is and asking, why are you so ashamed of starting this? Why are you so ashamed of being vocal? After all, that's what we want, right? We want to be able to speak up for the things that matter to us. And we want to share a common message. This is why we educate ourselves as well, right? So I would like for you to shift that and think of how powerful you are being and how brave you are being by trying, by stepping out there and saying, I want to be vocal about this. I want to share about how much I love makeup, about how much um, you can, how you can actually have a wonderful closet by shopping mainly secondhand and with eco-conscious brands. I want to talk about how you can actually build a profitable and scalable business from your living room and it can be very successful. So you are being actually extremely brave. Why not celebrate that? And I know that there are two scenarios that can happen here. You can, you know, grow fast. And you know what? If people are watching, let them. Give them something fun. Give them something new to talk about. If this is so important to you and you're so passionate about it and because you're so connected to your purpose from step one and you know the why, then let people have better conversations at their dinner table. And if not many people are watching, which is also extremely common, well, here are also two things. Enjoy the freedom of having less pressure because there are less people watching. So you're at liberty of trying more and more and more because less people are watching you. And trust me, I've talked about, about this with a lot of my colleagues and some of them have hundreds of thousands of followers. And they tell me I feel more uncomfortable now than I felt at the beginning at times because now I have 500,000 followers, 500,000 people watching versus I had 200 people watching. I had 2,000 people watching. So enjoy that freedom. Second one would be ask, 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 and ask your audience what they want to see. And at the beginning, it may be more of your friends that are answering. That's okay. Figure it out. Grow from there. Start there. But ask what they want to see and try new things. And from there, see what's working better or what's working best and continue doing that. Which that actually brings me to my third point, which is find what works for you and stick to it for a while. I'm not, tell, I'm not saying that you should always remain the same. I actually think the beauty of being in the creative space and content creation world is that there is so much evolution to it and things are constantly changing. But if you find your constant and then you just adapt, then that's your brand. And that keeps that loyalty from, again, the audience that then becomes your community. So here I'm going to give you an example of someone that you probably have seen, maybe not. If not, you can Google her up or like find her on TikTok. Her name is Alex Earl, and that's spelled A-L-I-X-E-A-R-L-E. And she has a huge platform right now. She was actually just recently interviewed by Rolling Stone, the magazine. Insane. And if you look at her page, you'll see that she has three types of videos that are constantly 
she's constantly doing and doing and doing and doing, essentially replicating them. But obviously they, they change from day to day. So she'll do get ready with me and she's doing her makeup routine while she's telling you about her life very candidly, very openly. Then she does another type of video in which she shows you her outfit. And then she has a third type of video that's her constant because then she has multiple, right? She's doing trends and stuff. But her third kind would be a day in her life at UM, which is funny that she calls it U Miami to me because I've lived my whole life going to Miami and I'm not a local per se, but locals call it UM. And to me, it's so funny. So if you call it U Miami or you call it UM or you didn't know, I don't know, this is, we could talk about, this is funny to me, but I actually crack up with her, with her post. I like her. I like her energy and I love the commitment that she put into this and the lack of shame that she has. I love how candid she is. And I'm not saying that you need to love her or not. What I'm trying to get to you, what I'm trying to tell you here is she found something that worked for her because she's doing her makeup every day and she is planning out her outfits every day. And then again, you know, she has a university life so far. So these things work for her, but also these were the videos that were working for her audience too. They were loving this. They were loving the tea. They were loving to see how she was applying her makeup. And she just talked to those. Then of course she's doing more things and she's working with brands and she's doing collaborations and whatnot, but she found what works for her. And I'm going to give you a personal example. I don't do my makeup every day. I'm actually recording this video on my pajamas right now with glasses on I have sleepers on and a lot of the times I love working like that. And other times I love working, you know, a, li a little bit more dressed up, but more often than not during the week, I don't do my makeup. And I, what I do do consistently is my skincare routine. I love my skincare routine. I work with Alpine Beauty because I believe in their brand. And I just told myself recently, you know what? I am going to start doing my TikTok videos while I do my skincare routine. It is something that I do every day. And there are parts of it that are, I wouldn't say like super personal to me, but I like to keep them private in the sense that I love to enjoy them by myself. So for example, when I'm doing my gua sha or when I'm doing um, facial exercises or my night routine, my night routine is when I'm unwinding versus my day routine is when like I'm getting ready for the day. I'm being a bit more energized and it is a great time in which I can share with you guys while not interrupting my personal space, but also creating a connection with you guys. So do I do my skincare routine every day? Yes. Can I record a video while doing it? Yes. Did I have excuses before? Absolutely. I was like, how am I going to do this? I don't love how our bathroom looks, so I don't want to do it there. The light doesn't really work there. So I decided to buy a mirror that I could clip on next to my tripod, like actually clipped on on my tripod next to my phone so I can see what I'm doing because I'm not an expert on, you know, doing skincare and maybe potentially sometimes also my makeup on my phone. So I'll use a mirror. Boom. Solved. It was $7 to pay for that mirror. I have it. I started. You can go to my TikTok and tell me what you think and what you like. And I'll be sharing a bit of more personal stories there. I love it. But it was all about finding finding the thing that works for me. Another one is for a little bit, I was trying to do outfit checks. And why did I not ever do a get ready with me? 
like building my outfit because I don't take that long. I know what I want to wear and I go for it and then that's it. And a lot of a lot of times I'm not putting up a really interesting outfit because as I said, Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm usually staying home and I am working, you know, put up together. Like I am wearing something presentable and nice, but that's it. <laughs> and it's also Zoom. So I could have pajama buttons or pajama bottoms or I don't know, leggings or shorts or whatever. And sometimes it is a complete outfit, but find what works for you. And then be consistent with it. Keep up with it. Nothing is going to keep up and grow if you are not being consistent. And you can think about it in a sense of you buy a plant. If you're not watering it constantly, as much as it needs to be watered, then the plant's not going to survive. Same goes for your social media platform. You want to grow, be consistent, show up, and try to connect with your audience. I also think one of the huge things for this influencer that I'm talking to you about, Alex Earl, is that she's very honest and she's very candid. And for instance, for me, I find that I'm very honest in the sense that I don't use a filter that will plump my lips and that will put fake eyelashes on me. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, but I know that this is a way in which I I'm comfortably sharing who I am and I'm keeping it real and keeping honest in that sense. I'll talk in stories not using a beauty filter. I, I will record videos not using a beauty filter. And I like that. And that works for me. So find what works for you. Be candid, be honest, and be consistent. So my advice here would be one, find something that is already a part of your life. So as I said, if you, for example, if you create a workout routine every morning, then do it like that. If you love cooking every day, do that. Or if you're creating your matcha or your coffee in the morning, use that. Use something that is already a part of your life. Don't go out of your way if this is already going to be something new to you. Second, do a list of how your day looks like. If you don't know where to start, I would begin with that. Do a list with everything. So I wake up Maybe you grab your phone right after you wake up and then maybe you drink water and then maybe you go and brush your teeth and then you prepare your breakfast and then so on and so forth. How does your day very detailed look like? And then choose one or two activities from there that you can incorporate into your social media. Number three, find examples of people like go on a little research and I'm not saying mindlessly scroll. Actually, I would suggest put on a put a 30 minute alarm today and a 30 minute alarm tomorrow or timer, and then just start researching and see what you like, see what you find, get some inspiration, and then try it for yourself. Just do it on your own. And while I was doing this, actually, I found someone on my For You page. And sadly, I can't recall her name. I didn't like the video, so like I, I don't have it saved. But it was a vlogger and she has... I think she had like 6.6 million followers, which is huge. And she was talking about how she was at the Taylor Swift concert. Yay, I can't wait to go. And she ran into Emma Watson at the bathroom. And all I could think at the beginning was like, who takes time off the concert to go pee? To be honest, I was like, who does that? Like, if I need to pee, I am keeping it in for the whole three and a half hours. There's no way I'm going to the bathroom in the middle of it. Like, absolutely not. But anyway... She went to the bathroom in the middle of the concert and she sees Emma Watson and she wanted to ask her for a picture and whatnot. And I saw that a lot of the comments were saying like, 
because she was saying like, I can't believe I ran into her. And a lot of people were like, well, she ran into you, you know, like you were also so special and, and whatnot. And I saw that her page were vlogs and even her, if I'm not mistaken, her bio said something like vlogging every day or whatnot. And she is, she's just recording snippets and little bits of her day all day long. And then at night probably, or the next day, I'm not sure she goes on her favorite app and she edits a video and then she posts it. That sounds like a lot, but it actually isn't. I'm not, I'm not discrediting that person. I'm also speaking from the perspective of someone that has been creating content for a while. So I'm used to grabbing my phone and just doing a five second video at most things that I do, because I know that 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 is content that I can use later. And that is all also very raw and honest and cute content that sometimes it may seem like it's nothing special, but it is. And it can be either to build a video for a friend or a video for you guys. But that would be my fourth advice for this. Record everything, everything. And I'm not saying interrupt your dinner. No, absolutely not. Actually, just take 60 seconds or less because you'll do a five or eight second video. That's all you need. And then maybe one or two pictures and then just be as present as possible in your dinner at the cafe or what, wherever you, you're at. But 60 seconds will not bother anyone. Fourth thing on my list, make it fun. Just, yeah, my last episode was about incorporating more fun into your life and really just make it fun. Have fun with this. Try things out. Think about it as if you're going shopping and that's so fun. You know, you go into different stores, you try things on. I like this. I don't like this. Or like you go on Pinterest and you're creating a Pinterest board. You're looking at new things. Do the same for this. Make it fun. Ask yourself, do a list of 10 things that you have a lot of fun doing and then another list of five to 10 things that usually when you're around that life seems more fun and easy, and then find how you can incorporate that into this. An example for me is doing a happy dance, just dancing like crazy in the kitchen or in the living room. I know that for other people, it could be, you know, lighting up a candle for other people. It could be sharing this with someone, whether that's a friend or a business partner or a romantic partner figure out what what is fun for you and incorporate it into this and it could even be a form of habit stacking number five on my list is despite what people say do not wing it all organize yourself sadly (laughs) my very first mentor was someone that and i believe this is someone that still wings it all when it comes to content creation But that was the first person that I learned from. And it was all about, you know, winging it. And yeah, I write the caption the day off. And this is what works for me. And you know, that works for me at times too. But if you want to be consistent, life happens. You know, there will be interruptions in your life. And some days you may feel 11 out of 10. And I'm not speaking about physically. I'm like beauty wise, quote unquote. I'm speaking about mentally and physically and emotionally, some days you will want to stay in bed. And yeah, you can talk about this too, but sometimes you need to process things. And I've actually been thinking about doing an episode about this, but two years ago, I believe it was two years ago. Now there was a time that I didn't get out of bed for seven days. My husband was worried. I was worried too. I could not. And there was no physical pain. It was just all emotional processing of things. How do you keep up? How do you still show up? How do you still keep 
with that purpose that was the whole the whole point of this since the beginning if you that if you have things organized and today also which is a feature of instagram you can leave scheduled posts and that has been working magically for me and what i like is that out of the five to six posts that i do per week i am not scheduling all of them because i'm leaving room to have fun with it and to figure it out the rest or i have a random list of things that i could incorporate into that week but you want to have things organized. Do not wing it all. Really do have things organized and do not get lost in the fact that it must be perfect and it has to look in a certain way. Just go out there and share. And absolutely, by all means, know what you should be sharing about, what you want to share about. Again, your purpose and what is connecting, what is allowing you to connect with your audience. So Another thing that you can incorporate into this is have backup content that you've already created that you can randomly just upload as well. And this can be, again, by all the tiny recordings that you did. And there are so many examples of this. And I go over this in like a whole week of the Virtual Coach Academy and I give you examples. But some that come to mind are those small videos. They're really short. They're like five to eight second videos. And they have this long text on them. And that's it. So if you do that while you're listening to this, while you're listening to a podcast, if you do that while you are drinking coffee, while you're working out, while you're setting your bed, whatever it is, you already have that video. And then you just plug in the music and plug in the text of whatever it is the message you want to do. Another thing for this is if you go on vacation from your job, you will enjoy your vacation a lot more if you already have things ready. And I'm going to give you the example of someone that's on vacation right now, not me. So Lara, she works with me and she, so while I prepare all the brain gym content, she's the one, like she, she has my calendar. She creates my calendar for me essentially. And she's my project manager on top of this. And she left everything for brain gym ready. Now she would have not been able to leave everything so ready if I would have not left things ready before, right? Like all the content that's already created for Brain Gym, like the 200 plus journal prompts that we have, the over 50 meditations that we have and whatnot. But then everything is ready. And right now she is in Europe having a Euro trip. She's taking a two week vacation right now and everything was ready, you know? So it is easy for me to do the things that she would have usually done while she's out but because things are organized, same with my one-on-ones, I don't just randomly show up and see what are we going to do today. I have actually a curriculum that is built like a general one, and then I personalize it according to my client or my patient, and then we go from there. But I have a guideline, and I know where they're at and what they're doing, and they also know what to expect. So the only way that you will be able to enjoy life or your vacation is Again, if you have things organized, and I've talked about this in different episodes, I I used to kind of cringe at the idea of organization because I hated things being too structured, but you need to have enough structure that it actually leaves so much more room for spontaneity, for you to be spontaneous, for you to enjoy life, for you to take a nap, for you to take a rest, for you to take a random trip. That is what you want. So really remember this and maybe write this down. Organization leaves room for spontaneity and for freedom. Next thing on my list, which would be one, two, three, four, five, six, is have a niche and one to two subtopics. Now, if 
we have an amazing sheet for this on the Virtual Coach Academy. So I'm feeling generous today. And if you want to have access to that Google Sheet, just DM me with your email and tell me that you want the Google Sheet and I will send that Google Sheet for you. So I want you to pick your niche. And I'm not kidding when I tell you this, you need a niche. So say your, your niche is fitness. So then from your niche, you will pick three subtopics and or, or three pillars, I may say. So maybe one of them is quick workouts, right? So you're going to be sharing workouts that people can do at home. A second one could be your favorite fitness brands. And a third one could be how to incorporate fitness into your life. So like 10 minute or five minute things that you can do to still remain active. So for example, using the stairs or walking to your car and doing bicep exercises with while you're carrying your groceries, things like that, right? And then you have your two or one subtopic. So one could be lifestyle. And the second one could maybe be smoothie recipes because you love smoothies. Another example is business coaching, right? And this is mine. So one pillar would be how to sell more. Second pillar, marketing strategies. Third pillar, mindfulness in business and having the right mindset. Now, a subtopic could be, like mine, conscious fashion. And I'm sharing first pillar, secondhand outfits. Second pillar, clean makeup. And third pillar, clean or eco-conscious brands. Another subtopic could be lifestyle. Pillar number one, wellness. Pillar number two, home decor. Pillar number three, restaurants or cafes in New York. So really break it down so you know your niche and the three pillars and your subtopic and the three pillars. And then ideally, if you're going to do five posts, I would recommend do three of those posts from your niche and two of those posts from your subtopic or three and one. But you always want to combine both because why? No one wants to be told what to do all the time. No one's want no one wants to be no one wants that friend next to them or mom or aunt or uncle or even partner telling them this is what you should do. This is how you need to do this. This is a step by step to do that. Eventually it becomes annoying or we just get tired or we don't want to listen to it. And you don't want to be that person on social media and you want to connect with your audience. Like As I said at the beginning of this episode, one of my favorite things in life truly is the conversations that I get to have with you guys on DMs and emails. So please keep them coming. I love that. And now the last thing on my list is I put up two affirmations that I think will really help you guys to that you can keep next to your heart, next to your mind. And whenever you're feeling down and also when you're feeling very energized to do things, just keep telling yourself these two affirmations, write them down. I would actually love to see you sharing these affirmations on social media. So if you want to do a screenshot of where you wrote that affirmation, or if you want to do a screenshot of this episode or your view and put this affirmation or what you learned the most about this episode, I would really highly appreciate and I only appreciate, but it really just like makes my heart melt. So affirmation, affirmation number one, I choose to let go of all expectations, judgments, and conclusions that I keep of myself, my dreams, and the world. This is so liberating. It is so freeing. It's like, I am letting go off. I am separating myself from all of these expectations and judgments 
and conclusions that I had of myself and also of my dreams and the world. So you are letting yourself free of all of the judgments that you may have of who you are and your goals. So I'm going to repeat it. I choose to let go off all expectations, judgments, and conclusions that I keep of myself, my dreams, and the world. And now, affirmation number two, dear universe or dear God, however you want to phrase this, dear universe, I open up to receive all ease, fun, and grace in all aspects of my life. This is so inviting. This is switching, again, the mindset and the state that you're in from, oh, I could do this, from I receive. I am here. I am ready. I'm open. I'm welcoming all of this in my life. So, dear universe, I open up to receive all ease, fun, and grace in all aspects of my life. I hope that these affirmations and that this list that I put up for you really helps you on sharing your message and being vocal on what's important for you and exploring with your creativity. Because if I would finish with one thing in this episode is your voice is important. What you have to say and share is truly important. Don't think that because there are other people already in this space sharing similar things, and then you have nothing to say because you are a unique entity, a unique person with a unique experience and unique points of view. And we would be lucky to see what you're coming up with. So again, to close this up, DM me if you want that Google sheet. DM me if you want to talk about this, if you have something specific that you're struggling with when it comes to social media, if you want to advise. I also get, and I'm going to take advantage to answer this, I also get constant questions or DMs on what do I use to put the captions on my stories? I use Instagram. Instagram, there is a section that says captions, like, you know, when you can put a sticker, tag, location, question, whatnot. There is one for English. I don't think they have it yet for Spanish. That's called captions. And then you can choose. There are, I think, four or five formats that you can choose. And then I choose, I think it's the third or the fourth format. But it's good to take advantage of that. So now I just want to say thank you so much for this. Thank you for being here. And let me know if you are in here for the ride of having two episodes weekly. I'm super excited and pumped and a little bit nervous of this new era, if I may say, of this connect to connect. But yeah, I think this will be really good to share, really fun to do. And as I said, I'm going to try to keep it as a really good combination of all of my personal stories and my mindset and mindfulness that we can talk about, but also about business coaching. So you guys can also grow a profitable and scalable business or even an amazing social media platform. I send you so, 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 so much love. And I hope that you open up to receive all the ease and fun and grace that hopefully you got from this episode and also from the universe. Much kisses, love and light.